What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your diary? Hey, 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 everybody. How are you doing today? I hope you're doing pretty good because I personally am doing pretty good today. It's been a very productive day. You know, woke up before Jack, got to clean up the whole house before he even was finished with breakfast, which was amazing. His breakfast was ready when he woke up. He was happy. He got to go swimming. He was done his morning. He was wiped out by 10 a.m. Okay. He was great. So I am great. You know, I noticed how I am able to really reset and refresh is when I take care of me first. And today waking up before him would really allow me to take care of me. And I think this is going to become a habit and I'm really excited um, yeah, for this new journey because, yeah, August, July, they didn't really go as planned, but it's okay because, you know, God worked everything out. So, yes, um, any more updates I have for y'all tonight? Tonight is actually our mastermind, masterclass for the by control. I know that's just something that we all struggle with. Y'all have heard me talk about my struggles with control and how control just really is just the enemy and how when I needed to have control for my life and I didn't have it, like that need I really needed and I didn't have it, I almost lost my mind and committed suicide. So I really just want to help y'all get through that because that need for control when you feel like you are supposed to control your life and you, you don't understand why it's so hard to not control it. I just kind of want to walk y'all through that. And actually, if you listen to this episode, it's free now. So go ahead and subscribe. It'll be tonight at 7.30. And yeah, it'll be great. Bring your journals, bring your questions if you were journaling with us. And if you're new to this podcast, go ahead and subscribe to our journal prompts. We'll actually be doing more lives, more Q&As and more journal challenges. So I'm excited for this new journey that we're going on together. And I want to say thank you to all our new followers, all our new listeners, everybody across the entire globe. I know we got a lot of new listeners in New Jersey and in Washington. So shout out to y'all. So I'm going to go ahead and hop right in. Um, my life story, I guess, was kind of the segment for today because yeah, I'm jumping right in. And what I haven't done yet this season was uh, turn y'all to the scriptures. So I do want to go ahead and start it off because one thing that God was really leading me to for uh, today's podcast was the fact that we hadn't been in the Bible so far this season. So we're getting in there today. We're actually going to be in Matthew 20 and... So you can turn or you can just listen. Matthew 20, the mother of Zebedee's son. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even give y'all the verses. Verse 20 through 28, kind of 27. You know, just follow along with me though. The mother of Zebedee's son came to Jesus with her sons and kneeling down, asked a favor of him. What is it you want? Jesus asked. She said, 
grant that one of these two sons of mine may sit at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. You don't know what you're asking, Jesus said to them. Can you drink the cup that I'm going to drink? We can, they said. Jesus said to them, you will indeed drink from my cup, but to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared by my father. When the 10 heard about this, they were indignant with the two brothers. Jesus called them together and said, you know, the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Okay. Now, I just want to break this down. So... This is the scripture that God turned, led me to. And for today's topic, once I read this scripture, I was really thinking like, okay, we going deeper today. We going deeper because, you know, um, season one was kind of like a base season two. Okay, that's a little more basey. But now we get into that next level for us Christians. We're going to that next level of like what it is we need to do. So, yeah. Today's topic, going deeper. Matthew 20, 22 through 28. I actually read from the NIV version, but feel free to read from whichever version your heart pleases. And whichever you understand more. Don't feel compelled. So, yeah. At the beginning of this scripture, Matthew 20, 20. um, Basically, mom, mom of James and John. She comes. She's like, hey, Jesus, uh, you looking real nice today. You know, sometimes we come to uh, God and we start praying. You know, we 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 give it, Lord, you are amazing. You've done all this. And then we ask for something. But yeah, anyways, um, so she's like, hey, you're looking good today. You know, your hair looks so nice. Um a favor to ask, you know, since I know you're a mom and we're friends and, you know, I've been knowing you your whole life, you know, I just was wondering if my sons could, like, could one of them be your left or your right hand or maybe both or maybe how about me too? Can I be a foot? You know, she's just asking for these favors and Jesus is kind of like, you know, are they willing to suffer like me willing to be crucified like me and they're like oh yeah you know they're agreeing like oh yeah if it gets them to be your left or your right hand man yes you know they're down and it's so crazy because they do end up getting crucified um James ended up being put to death for his faith and then John was actually exiled so I mean they did suffer they did suffer but you know, Jesus is just like, um, yeah, no, I don't make those kind of decisions. I'm sorry that is what my father does. 
you know, I'm, I'm just here doing his work. I'm sorry. I know you know my mom, but, you know, those type of favors, being a leader in heaven is a huge reward. That is not a favor. That is a reward. You know, my father's children, they have to maintain their commitment to him and to Jesus and to like going through all the trials and staying faithful. And when I was reading this, something jumped out at me. She came to Jesus to ask for a favor. And I was thinking like, wow, how often do I come to Jesus and ask for favors? And I was thinking like, hmm. Yeah, you know, sometimes, you know, you come to him and you're like, oh, Jesus, you're great. You know, you're an awesome guy. You're a perfect guy. Lord, you know, this one time, you know, it'd be that one prayer like, Lord, this one time I'm just asking you to get me out of this and just just help me in this one and I'm going to do this. And we start bargaining and, you know, that's not really how it works. So. Yeah, Jesus is just a little confused at this point. And then the other disciples are upset. They're upset. They're upset that James and John think that they can just skip some steps to get on up in the top position. All disciples want to be at the top position. All of us here on all of us here on earth, all of his disciples, we are all his disciples, all of us. We all want to be great. We all want to do God's work. We all want to be in the gym with Jesus. We all want to be putting up shots with Jesus. We do. We all, our love, our pure love for the Lord, like that's what we want with us. We're like, Lord, bring me in, bring me into your kingdom. And Jesus saw that his disciples were upset. And he's kind of taken back like, whoa, 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 no. No, 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 no. And Jesus had to teach them. He had to straight up teach them. The greatest person in God's kingdom is the servant to all. It doesn't matter what position you're in. It doesn't matter what you do on a day-to-day basis, whether you mop floors for a living, whether you're a pastor or a teacher, whether you... um our cashier, whether you are a designer, it doesn't matter what you do. The greatest person in God's kingdom is the servant to all. Now, he also says authority is given for useful service to God and his creation. Authority. Okay, okay, okay. So when I saw authority, I'm like, Hmm. 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 Okay. But just let me back up a little bit. The disciples were still upset. These, the ten disciples, they're they're upset. They're like, "What? No, you don't just get to slide up in here just because you know your mom knew his mom. You don't just get that good treatment like that." But sometimes. You ever got jealous of somebody because they got something that you thought you deserved or they went after something that you knew you deserved and you kind of got jealous and upset? Yeah. You know, this this just happened to me, actually. Um, yeah, I got furloughed and I thought like, oh, wow, I've been here almost five years. Um, 
yeah how does that happen when this person has only been here for this amount of time so yeah that was me that was me this was me all the way and I, was it you let me know let me know if this was you too because this was definitely me and then it's so crazy because we look at people and we're like dang i wish i but i but lord i but why didn't i but what about me just like I'm sure they were looking at James and John, like, why do you think you deserve? Why do you even think you, why did you have the audacity to come and ask our leader for the spot that we deserve? If anybody deserves it, it's us. You don't deserve it because of who you know, but we know a lot of people who get into positions just based off of who we know, don't we? So sometimes just knowing God more is all we need. Sometimes just knowing what he needs from us is all we need because we don't know what that person was doing. We don't know their faith. We don't know what they've been doing. We don't know how they've been following God. We don't know their path on their relationship. Look, let me tell you something. I've always, like my husband says, like everything I say comes true. Well, that's because I always listen. I always listen to the voice. And it's God's voice that I, I didn't learn this until I was older, but look, I have a story actually. So I've always heard from God. I would always pray, you know, sometimes like for a favor. One time I had a favor. I said, God, I was, look, I was trying to have a boy over. This was in high school. I don't remember what year. I don't know if my mom might listen to this, but she, you know, I got in trouble a lot for having boys over, you know. This was just, this was just a part of me back when I was in my true, true Eve days, young, dumb. Um, but yeah, I would pray. And all the times that I listened to the voice that said, okay, because, you know, there were times, you know, when I had them over and I didn't get caught. I listened to the voice. The voice said, okay, okay, this time it's okay. But then one time, you know, my husband, my now husband at the time was hiding in the furnace room because my grandma had came home. I didn't know she was coming home. And that day, the voice in my head was like, yeah, no, not today. From that point on, I got in trouble that time. I, I think I got in trouble that time because I, I got caught. God had already told me no, you know, and I went around it. I tried to bargain with him. I thought, I was like, oh, you know, this voice, whatever. That was God's voice. So, so the obedience, like we don't know what people are doing, what steps they're following, what steps they're taking. We don't know their faith. We don't know anything about them. All we do is we look at them and we're like, that's what I deserve. I've been here, yada, yada, yada. You don't know what they sacrificed. We don't know. So all we can do is truly be happy. And then when we really look at what Jesus tried to teach his disciples after he saw them just upset and just angry that these two guys, like they had the audacity. So yeah, he had to straight up school them and let them know that the greatest person in God's kingdom is a servant to all. That means having a servant's heart. Authority is given for useful service to God and his creation. Authority. Authority is power. Authority is power. 
So when we really think about it, when we really think about the authority that God has given us, when we think about the power that God has given us, that God has put it in, put inside of us, a real leader has a servant's heart. A real leader has a servant's heart. Authority is given for useful service to God. A real leader has a servant's heart. What does that mean? That means that you were created to be a leader, to have a servant's heart. It doesn't matter what type of job it is. You know, a real leader isn't too good. A real leader is going to do whatever God tells them to do, even when it's uncomfortable, even when they hate it, even when they're just like so like cringing. A servant's heart, like you don't care. You see God, God, that you want me to help out. Okay, I got it. You know, praying about becoming a servant. And after I finished this, um, finished going through and reading, I really was just thinking like, okay, we really have to stop asking God for favors, but really look at the person he created in us. So I have to look in the mirror and look at the person that God created me to be and we have to stop looking at everybody else stop looking at the 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 blessings that are coming into other people's lives especially at a time when a lot of things are changing in our world people are changing we're changing we're been being pressed in a different way in this season and we can't really go around looking at everybody else. And, you know, social media, y'all know I hate, y'all know my hate for social media, not because it's bad, but because it's, it's, we get in this spirit of comparing ourselves to everything that we see. And we spend so much time on there. We spend way too much time on social media. Sometimes I'm on there and I'm tapping through y'all stories and I'm like, bruh, how did they get so many? And, you know, maybe maybe that's, that's the season that you're in. But for me, you know, I think I'm going to be taking a fast from social media. I actually took a small one, but I'm going to be taking a pretty big fast from social media soon because it's just a lot of content. Y'all see, I haven't been posting as much last week and a week before because there's so much content. And I normally post like three different posts a day, but I'm at the point now where I don't, I don't want to, it's too much. There's too much comparison. There's too much competition. It's getting a little, it's getting to be a little much for me and I know my boundaries. So I know I have to step away, but when we're just really looking at what's going on to, to bring it back, cause you know me, I'd be going off, um, down these rabbit holes so yeah stop asking god for favors if you want to pray and talk to god ask god to change you ask god to create in you the heart that he needs you to have i'm sure i've said this over and over and over again but i know we have so many new followers and maybe is somebody that needs to hear this that hasn't done it yet. 
like we talked about before, people listening, but they're not moving. God needs you to move. Faith without works is dead. So you got faith, right? You believe in God. You love God. I go to church every Sunday, but you're doing absolutely nothing. Well, you can just say, oh, well, I pretty much don't have faith. I'm not a Christian because we don't want to look like Christians. We don't want to go to church with our skirts on and our ties and our bow ties and our hats and our matching suits on Easter and we matching our man and we got on, you know, it's pastel for Easter and then we know we're coming for um, Christmas. Like none of that. We don't want to look the part. We want to be, we want our hearts. When somebody asks you, are you a Christian? Your heart, who you are should reflect you being a Christian. When someone upsets you, it hurts, right? You want to respond. When somebody, when you're at the drive-thru and they're like, are you done yet? Anything else? Anything else? Can I get you anything else? Okay, is, would that be all? Would that be all? Would that be all? Oh, let me get, would that be all? Then you get up to the window and it's snapping. You're snapping off on them. You're going off on them. Well, I wasn't done, but I needed, No. Does, does that reflect God's heart? Trying to be more like God forces us to die, literally die to who we've always been. If you're listening to this, I know you're not five. You haven't been on this earth for five years or 10 years or 13 years. But even if you had even, even if you're 18, even if you're 20, even if you're 23, even if you're 28, even if you're 30, even if you're 35, even if you're 40, it does not matter. Even if you're 60, dying to yourself. I spoke to someone. I'm not going to say who it is. But she loves God. She loves God so much. And do you know, she was telling me about how worried she was. Someone who's going to church, who prays, who, who preaches, who knows the Bible inside and out. She said to me, she was so worried. And I'm like, worried, you know, worried about what? And it clicked. I know, I don't know if y'all heard this saying, like being a lukewarm Christian or like a, um, like a, just a bland Christian. You don't got much seasoning. You ain't you ain't seasoned up. You know, if like you took the meat out the refrigerator, you put it out, and it's like that was it. You didn't season it. You didn't put it in the oven. You're not cooking. You're not you're not becoming what you need to become. You're just a raw piece of meat. Who uh, who's gonna use you? Who's gonna eat you? Who's gonna be nourished by you? Who's going to who are you going to pour into no matter who you are, no matter who you are, you have a calling. There is sacrifice that is that you need to make. You have spiritual gifts. You have to trust God. God is trying to reveal something to you. Everything that happens, good or bad, we talked about this last week. So, Let's not be lukewarm. Let's not be a raw piece of meat that, that's just out the refrigerator. Oh, yeah, I go to church. But that's not 
enough in this season. We have to work and work hard enough. We, we got to cut those favors off. We have to ask God to cut those favors off, especially if that's the only time we're, we, we're praying is if we're asking for favors and make it a routine, make it an everyday thing. Make fasting from social media an every week thing. Make it an every month thing. You know, practicing healthy habits, being more intentional about our love for God, being more intentional about the time that we're spending with him so that we're not we're not having like a, a favor relationship. It's not like a, a wish list, a genie. You know, I always say, because for me, a lot of times I thought God was kind of like a genie because we try to compare God to what we see in the world when that's not who he is. Um, God in spirit can change you, can literally change you. And I'm only speaking on this because he's changed me and people who who listen to this podcast. I've seen lives change and God will change you, whatever it is you're struggling with. Even if it's something about you that somebody, like a lot of people have even said about you, you can pray, pray that thing away. Ask God to literally make you into what he needs you to be. And you have to intentionally do the work to be who he needs you to be as well. We're past the surface. So from here on out, it's not going to be surface level things. This We're going deeper with God. This is not just listening to a sermon. Oh yeah, I'm done. No, this is understanding and then as we understand God is going to reveal how you can help bring his people in how you can be a servant how you can serve his people how you can be that leader have claimed that authority that power that he wants you to have but that doesn't happen until we pray away what's in our heart and when we allow God to turn us into the person that he needs us to be for his kingdom, our heart changes. Even if that's not a prayer that you've had, your heart might be changing. And like I talked about last week, the whole internal battle, what's crazy is after I did that podcast, the internal battle, it didn't really affect me anymore. So it's like getting that stuff out. It's so great when we just get it all out. It's so great when we just allow God to be God because he wants to take those things away. And whatever it is he's telling you to do in this season, you got to be obedient to it. Even if it hurts, even if it's weird, even if you don't agree with it, you're in the world. In the spirit, you want to be, you want to have your armor on. In the world, let, let me, let me, let me just back up, back up, back up. Okay. In the world, somebody might disrespect you. Somebody might hurt you. But in the spirit, how you respond in the world is working on you in the spirit. And that's what we're trying to get to. In the spirit, we want our light to shine bright. Even if in the world we look weak, we look passive, we look stupid, 
it does not matter because in the spirit, my light shines so bright. And no matter what you say to me, no matter how many times at the drive-thru they ask you, is that it? Is that it? I'm going to smile at you no matter how many times you might hurt me. Look, if God, if it's in God's plan, God sees me. He sees your tears. He sees you. He sees me. He sees the person sitting next to you. He sees us. And it's our job to be faithful to the person that God needs us to be. The person that you are in in your heart, that person. Be true to that person. Become that person. We're becoming, every day we're becoming something so miraculous, past beautiful, past great, past all of that. We're becoming miraculous creatures in the spirit. But that spirit, that starts to reflect in the world. The closer, the brighter your light starts to shine in the spirit, the brighter your light will start to shine in the world. And people will see it. I promise you, they will see it, even if they might not say it. But we got to stop asking for them favors. And we have to truly become who God is pushing us and pressuring us and molding us to be. And if you're struggling with, with anything, it starts with the heart. So, that is it for this episode. That was pretty quick. I hope it blessed somebody. If it blessed you, please share it. Please share it with someone you know. And also leave us a review on iTunes. If you really feel like this podcast has been blessing you, please, please, please just leave me a review. Always say us because no matter what, co-host or not, it's still something that I'm doing for God and it's still for my obedience to him. So that's all that matters. So y'all have an amazing week, the first week of September. So make it great. Talk to you next week. Bye.